Next on BYU Sports Nation, NFL dreams become a reality for 256 individuals over the next three days. How many of those draft picks will go to the BYU Cougars? BYU linebacker Kyle Van Noy is the sure thing draft pick, but when and where will he go? The difference in opinion among NFL draft experts may surprise you. Plus, NFL draft hopeful Ethan Manumaleuna in studio, but when and where will he go? The difference in opinion among, oh, excuse me, Kelly Papinga, football coach of BYU, the linebackers in the show, and on Orange Dodge Challengers. Boy, that was a interesting start. Let's go. Let's go, This baby. is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. We're doing it live. Welcome to BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Thursday, May 8th, I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with the assistant to the BYU Sports Nation regional manager, Jerem Jordan. Assistant regional manager. Assistant to the regional manager. Okay, fine. Wherever and however you're dialed in, great to have you with us. Woo! It's draft day. It's the NFL draft, baby. Unexpected. We mentioned the field trip yesterday. We went uh, and watched draft day yesterday. I thought it was really good. It was a great movie. I liked it. It gave us insights. Into what goes on, at least to a degree. Yeah, who knows how real that is. Probably not real. But you, but you have to think that they, they did it, their jobs in researching what that's really like. Right. It, it was a good movie. Like, it, it takes you inside a little bit to some degree. I don't know what's real, but it, it was, I enjoyed it a lot. Like, I, if you're a fan of football, I would recommend go seeing draft picks. We're draft on picks. the clock, by the way. The NFL draft starts tonight. Round one in primetime from picking? New York City. I don't know. Who do, we, who do we want to pick? I would pick Clowney first if I was, had the pick, obviously. Live coverage on ESPN starting at Johnny 8 Eastern. Mandel. Last year, BYU had a young man by the name of Ezekiel Ansah. I remember him. In New York, in the mix, the Detroit Lions took him with the fifth overall pick. And we'd like to pay homage to that one year later by whipping out the lensless 3D glasses. It's that time. Suit up. It's that time. Yep. This is for Ziggy. This is for Ziggy. And for Bronco Mendenhall. Yeah, yeah Bronco didn't look... As good as Ziggy in these, for sure. But <laughs> Bronco and a Lions uh, flat brim. Yeah, will, will it ever awesome. get better than that? Be- better? No. <laughs> a snapback flat brim <laughs> Lions hat with lensless 3D glasses. This is the day glasses. Bronco wore a uh, flat brim. That's <laughs> not Ziggy with 3D glasses, per se. Which, by the way, the first time that we saw the 3D glasses on Ziggy, the Y Awards. Then he did it at the NFL draft after that. What a day for BYU. The fifth pick in the draft. Oh, that's the second time a player has been drafted fifth overall. Jim McMahon, the yeah. other. Those are the highest, the picks highest in BYU draft history. picks. Nine picks in the first round for BYU all time, six in the second. And only four times has BYU gone back to back years with a pick in the first two rounds. This could become the fifth if Van Noy goes first two rounds. I don't know if Van Noy goes. How tonight. much of a shot does Van Noy have to become that first round pick back to back years? We'll discuss that at length. Join our 24 7 conversation using the hashtag BYUSN. Link up across BYU Sports Nation wherever, whenever, and sound off on today's Twitter question. What is your NFL draft prediction for Kyle Van Noy? Where? When? What team? What team? What, what do you think? I think Kyle Van Noy goes tomorrow. To the Chargers, meaning uh, second round specifically. Second round to the Chargers. That's my pick. So you think he's for sure a second round pick? Well, I, I can think and for sure. I don't know. There's a difference <laughs> there. I think he's the second round pick tomorrow. So you think he's for sure? What's for sure? Nothing's for sure with the <laughs> NFL draft. 
Listen to BYU Sports Nation, noon Eastern on BYU Radio, Sirius XM Channel 143. Watch the simulcast live on BYU TV and on BYUtv.org. Rise and shout. It's draft day and time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. The Van Noy effect. San Diego State for the third straight possession. Starts inside their own five. Dingwell hit as he throws. Loose football. Recovered for a touchdown by Kyle Van Noy. BYU leads. Between the Senior Bowl and today, Kyle Van Noy has dropped in basically every keep this glass on big board. Not second, dramatically, but still a drop. <laughs> He's 28th on Mel Kuyper's big board, the forward-most voice among NFL draft experts, if you ask a lot of people. Here's the strange thing. Todd McShay of ESPN, who works alongside Mel Kuyper, has Van Noy at 54 on his big board. That is a big old gap. Yes, it is. Which brings us to the quick stat of the day. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Going, going hard and going fast today. 28. That's the difference in spots between Mel Kuyper and Mike Mayock of the NFL Network uh, with Kyle Van Noy and their big boards. 28 to 56. That is a huge difference. What causes that? And, and McShay's 54, so he's 26 off of his own ESPN counterpart. Yes, he is, which is interesting. I think that Van Noy is a bit of a wild card in that he can be a fantastic player who's a playmaker, but he may not be the consistent run-stopper, uh, traditional linebacker that may lend itself to that range being smaller. Hmm. Uh, like A guy like Chris Borland of Wisconsin. His, his uh, I imagine on the big boards, he is within 10 or 15, right? 28 seems to be a little bit wide for a guy who is a stud like Kyle Van Noy. I think there's some questions about his abilities in certain areas. There's no questions in certain areas <clears throat> His range, his ability to make plays in space, his ability to defend the pass. He's twitchy. Five rangy. touchdowns for a linebacker. Yeah, rangy, twitchy. He's a rat. <laughs> Trevor, he's like a rat, Trevor Maddich says. He's a slick, in, in slippery yeah. pass rusher. 28 is a big gap. His, meaning he could go late first round to late second. That's kind of what I see there. Okay. Dennis Pitta and Brian Kill were two BYU short thing draft picks that thought that they could go late second round, third round, they both slid to the fourth round. Dennis Pitt is a good NFL player. He has a big, fat contract now with the Baltimore Ravens. Yes, he does. Brian Keel has enjoyed a lengthy NFL career playing with four different teams. Both those guys on the show yesterday. They slid to the fourth round. Both of them thought they slid. Okay. I'm having a hard time looking at you with those glasses and taking Whatever. you seriously right what? now. Is it the same for you to me? <laughs> no. I'm in the zone, dude. <laughs> After that start I had, I finally found my mojo, my groove. Okay. <laughs> you gave up a leadoff double, whatever. Who cares? You can win the game. I read the wrong I read the wrong paragraph. It's okay. Uh so you yeah, know, I can Wait, take it seriously. Read that? Yeah. No, I it's all off the top of my head, dude. Oh. Oh. We're professionals here. Settle down. Listen, they both slid. Does Kyle Van Noy slide tonight? What this tells me is when I look I at Mel Kuyper twenty eight and uh Todd McShay fifty four, Mike Mayock fifty six. That's a wild card. He can go. He could. He could go in the third round. Does he slide all the way to the fourth round? I don't think so. I hope not. But would I be shocked to see Van Noy drafted in the third round? No. No. Given, I w- I given the either. difference of opinion of these 
experts. I wouldn't either. And Van Noy, of all the BYU draftees, is the guy that will get drafted the highest, no doubt. The question then becomes who's the second, which we'll discuss at length more tomorrow. And coming up, Ethan Manu Malayuna may be uh, the guy that's picked second for BYU, if BYU gets the second guy, coming up later on the show. But Van Noy, for BYU, I really hope he goes in the second round. Late first, obviously, would be fantastic. BYU needs NFL draft picks. Ziggy is the one and only pick in the NFL draft the last three years for BYU. BYU's program needs NFL draft picks. Kelly Papinga is going to come on the show, assistant coach. We'll ask him how important that is for BYU's program, and is that part of the recruiting conversation nowadays? It's all about fit, which is what we talked about with those two BYU NFL guys now, Dennis Pitta and Brian Kill. In fact, here's on Brian Kill on where he thought Kyle would go in the draft and how there are a ton of variables to play into this thing. I have no idea. He has such a big – I mean, he probably has a three or four round range that he could go in, and it just depends on what teams teams think. And all it takes is for a couple teams to really like you, and you can go really high. It's all about fit. Kyle is one one of 11 players keeping a diary leading up to the draft. That's what the USA Today sports section called it. Diary. And uh, they they asked, he he, he talked about what he's going to do on draft day. He said, oh, Mm -hmm. I want to play golf, hang out with my family. I want to keep things as normal as usual. Get a good workout in, hang out with family, play a little golf. And so he's not going to do anything extravagant. Yeah, Kyle was at Hobble Creek with me on Friday. We didn't play together, but yeah, we were both there. Are you? Yeah, he was was with me. But we did not play. I mean, I was with him? No, he was with me. (laughs) What? Kyle last visited with the Detroit Lions. Said that was a good experience. And I know a lot of BYU fans were like, oh, that'd be sweet. Kyle Van Noy and Ziggy reuniting that in would Detroit. Be, that would be sweet. That would be an ideal situation to have those guys on the same team. That would be a lot of fun. But so it's a one in, what, 32 chance? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So who, who knows? But the one thing he did say is, I, I feel like I have something to prove, as does every NFL draftee. And if There's he's, something to prove. And if he's drafted outside the first round, I think in his mind, that will increase. He'll be like Pitta and Keel to say, hmm. I should have been drafted a little higher. I'm, I'm going to exert that much more effort. The BYU career leader in tackles for loss, in my opinion, the most exciting defensive player ever at BYU. I agree with that. Recent history always uh, favor, gets favored yes. in that conversation. But he was fantastic. You thought that he might be able to make any play at any time. I and would buy a play? ticket to watch yes. Kyle Van Noy. Yes, he was fantastic. Did he lose a step his senior year compared to his junior? Maybe, maybe a little. I would say yes. He maybe hurt his draft stock a little bit. I don't think he helped it. He didn't improve it, but how do you maintain? But he was up high already. We're talking about a top 50, 60 player going into the NFL draft. That is tremendous. Did he improve his stock his senior year? That's a good question you bring up. Probably not. I don't think you do. But how how do you do that when you have the walk-off moment that you had at the end of your junior year in a bowl game where you score two touchdowns? In the fourth quarter. He was going to be hard-pressed to improve his stock after something like that. He'll be just fine tonight. But he got a fiancé. He's going to get paid. He got a fiancé, and he's still going to the NFL. Yeah, he came back, got a degree, and got Marissa Powell. Well done. Touchdown. <laughs> Kyle Van Noy, where, where is he going to go in the NFL I'm draft? I'm excited. Let's scan the rest of our BYU Sports Nation beat for other topics that are trending. How about Dalton Nixon? Basketball commit headed to Boston, Massachusetts on August 27th. We'll enter the Missionary Training Center. Congratulations to Dalton on that mission call. Same mission as Corey Calvert, BYU Hoopster as well. Mike Littlewood's son, Marcus. Listen to this. This Part of one of the greatest comebacks in the modern baseball era. Single A Clinton, the Seattle Mariners affiliate. Holler. 
and Joe single Mary. A Burlington, which I believe is part of the Angels organization. Marcus Littlewood hit a grand slam in the top of the ninth to tie the game at 17. That after Clinton had been trailing the game 17 to 1. Hold on, let me let me examine that a little closer with my lensless glasses. <laughs> they were down 17 to 1, and they won 20 to 17 in 12 innings. They scored 19 in clean those. Uh, they scored 19 runs in a row. That is awesome. They won the game well in 12 done. innings. Well done. A 19-run rally. Go Mariners. <laughs> Holy cow. Affiliate. BYU baseball tonight, final home series. Speaking of Mike Littlewood, begins tonight against Santa Clara, 8 Eastern, 6 Mountain on BYU TV. The Cougars hoping to play the spoiler card for the Broncos trying to get into the West Coast Conference Tournament. What is your NFL draft prediction for Kyle Van Noy? That is our Twitter question today. Use the hashtag BYUSN. At Billy Wonka says, first round, baby. Yeah. Rise Billy up. Billy Wonka. That's a great name. That's a stretch. Well That's done. a stretch. It is a stretch. That would be fantastic, though. I'm thinking second round tonight. Not surprised if it's third. That's kind of the consensus. Use hashtag BYUSN. Let's hear your opinions. What is the NFL draft weekend going to be like for potential BYU draftee Ethan Manumaleuna. He joins us next in studio. This is BYU Sports Nation. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B. I'm off to a great start in the second inning. Well, the glasses are gone, so now we can resume. <laughs> Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. It airs weekdays, noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain on Sirius XM Channel 143. BYURadio.org, the BYU Radio, uh, Radio iOS app, and simulcast on BYU TV. That is correct. Yo. Hey, Media Day is coming up June 23rd, live at 4 a.m. Eastern Time. Spencer Linton will break down every player one by one, including favorite candy and movie. That's 4 a.m. Eastern Time, a webcam on Spencer Linton to I start c- the day. I cannot confirm nor deny that. Okay, that's not going to happen. <laughs> It'll start at a regular time. <laughs> it's a joke. On Twitter, use the hashtag BYUS and tell us. What your NFL draft prediction is for Kyle Van Noy. Where's he going to go? When's he going to go? What team's he going to play for? Let us know. Use the hashtag BYUSN. One of Kyle Van Noy's very talented defensive teammates, a guy that's short up the middle, Ethan Manu Maleuna, is our in-studio guest right now. Ethan, welcome to BYU Sports Nation. Do you have... 3D lensless glasses planned for your draft watch party tonight. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I have my own pair. I'm going to wear it at home, when, uh, hopefully when they give me a call. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What, uh, what's your plan for watching the draft? Um, not going to do anything big. Uh, just going to watch it at home. And, yeah, I don't want to get too caught up in the draft draft mix. But, uh, yeah, that, I think we're just going to keep it simple that way. Who will be with you when you watch? It'll be me, my wife, and my son. Okay, oh, you're so, doing it so big, no, dude. So no one else. Oh yeah. <laughs> Do you have a specific snack or like like a superstition or anything that you'll have there to make sure that you have good luck? Uh, no superstition. Just as long as we have food. Food is just, good. Just yeah, endless, good. Endless food. Keep it coming. Are you yeah. a nervous eater? You can eat a lot. Uh, man, maybe I might be. Uh, I might be chowing down on the, some snacks. Okay. Probably the whole time. I don't know. <laughs> Very good. Getting pretty nervous. My producer Ben Bagley wants to know if he can come. Can he come over? Yeah, sure. He can come. <laughs> Okay, now I'm going to ask you this. How many Alaskan Polynesians have ever been drafted in the NFL? I, uh, I can't remember. Are you, a, are you a trendsetter here? I, uh, I might be. Yeah, um, okay. it might be the first. But there, there have been Polynesians from Alaska in the NFL. Really? I don't know if, they, I don't know if hmm. they've been drafted, but um, I've seen them uh, in the NFL. Who knew? You know that. That's who knows. I knew. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Ethan Manu Maliuna, that's how you say his name. 
yep. uh, is on BYU Sports Nation. Did I say it correctly? Yeah. If Brian Logan were here, he would say, Ethan, money, 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 because he doesn't even try <laughs> to say your name. What's the best butchering of your last name that you've ever heard? I've ever heard uh, on my mission. Uh, one lady, she tried to make a song out of it, and she just called me Mama Katatuna. <laughs> uh, the whiff. Ethan, yeah. Mama Katatuna. Mama Katatuna. So, okay. I'll never forget that. What was the song like? I don't know. Uh, she didn't really sing it to me. She just oh. said it. But she said she would make a song out of it. But I never did. I never. Well, I've never heard it. Oh, so. Ethan Manu Malayuna, defensive line extraordinaire. You are a block eater. That's what your coach is called. I'm gonna take these glasses off now, <laughs> so <laughs> that you can. Thank uh, you. So that you can take me Please seriously. Respect Ethan. I know. Here. I know. Right. <laughs> I remember watching the Las Vegas Bowl in 2007 in my apartment in Grand Junction, Colorado, and hearing Brad Nessler. Uh, I believe he got your name right. He kind of messed up the call a little bit, but he got your name it right. It was blocked! Yeah, and uh, <laughs> I, I, that was your freshman year, 2007. Here we are in the spring of 2014, so like uh, six, seven years later. What's going to be longer, your NFL career or your BYU career? I don't know. Uh, my BYU career is looking... Uh... Looking pretty good right now. <laughs> <laughs> what What are your expectations uh, this weekend? Do you expect to get drafted? Would that be a bonus? That would be a bonus, you know. Mm. I, and I don't want to keep get my hopes up of you know, you know, thinking that I, I would get drafted. Um, I'm just thinking of the worst, and then um, if you're anything, thinking of the worst, yeah, just. Not getting like drafted. A free agency? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Free agency. Yeah, so more of prepare, preparing okay. for the worst, just hoping yeah. for the best. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, yeah there you yeah. go. Okay. Um, and uh, just hoping to get a shot, you know, mm-hmm. just trying to put my foot in the door and get an opportunity to play somewhere. And um, that's all I can ask for right now is, is looking forward to that opportunity. What kind of things were you hearing at the Combine after you put up some respectable numbers? I mean, your, your name was mentioned uh, by a number of guys that were examining the, the draft Combine closely. What were you hearing? Um, you know, I wasn't hearing much and I tried to, to stay low key and, and not get so caught up in, in the combine and leading into the draft. So, uh, I didn't hear much from, from that other than that my stock might've gone up from that performance. And I do feel that I did, uh, fairly well and decent in the combine. Isn't it interesting that those things have something to do with football, but football is ultimately when you actually play football. So you go to the combine, you run around in your spandex. It's like this weird deal. <laughs> But you actually played football. Do you, do you feel like the combine is, uh, I guess, just a weird period of the process because it's not actually playing the game? Yeah, um, it, it it was kind of tiring, and, and I think it's just part of the process, you know. And, and ultimately, you know, guys want to watch the film, play football, because that's the, that's the sport we play. Um, so I just I just looked at it as as another opportunity to to showcase what I have in different areas. I know the combine had a lot of uh, a lot of different areas where you know you showcase more stuff away from football, but it's just part of the process. And I and I just tried to to enjoy that experience, and it was it was fun for me. Ethan Manumaleona, defensive lineman for BYU and NFL draft hopeful joining BYU Sports Nation. A lot of lives are going to change over the next three days on Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. I think over 260, in fact, are going to have a chance. There's this constant debate between, well, do you want to be drafted in the late rounds or would you rather kind of go with free agency and have your say? Because multiple teams will then approach you if you don't get drafted and you kind of pick where you want to go. Do you have an opinion either way or are you just kind of like, just just let me play? Yeah, just I just want to to get out there and get a shot, you know. Um, and I did hear that, you know, late rounds versus free agency. Uh, free agency, you, you probably have more choices. Um, 
you, and you don't you're not restricted to just the team that drafts you. Um, but we'll see. So just ready to get a, get a shot. Okay. Who did you work out for? I worked out for the Patriots, and that's it. The one team. Okay. Who who else inquired about you? Did other teams have they talked to you? Yeah. I um, after after the workout and, and up to this week, I've I've, I've received uh, quite a few calls from different teams. So. You know, I, I don't really know the interest level to, uh, to any of those teams. I mean, mm-hmm. they Tough do to really, know that. Yeah, they yeah. do a really good job keeping us guessing. So, well, at least for me. So, just hoping for the best. And, yep. I know that you want a shot, <clears throat> but do you have like an ideal situation, or did you grow up with a favorite NFL team? Kind of like, oh, that'd, that'd be cool to play for that team or, or one of those teams. I didn't really have a favorite team growing up. I, I followed players, and I had a. A cousin who played in the NFL, and I would watch him and and go for whatever team he was on. So who was that? Brandon Manu Malayuna. Na- naturally, the other Manu Malayuna. Yeah. So yeah. and I was saying in our production meeting this morning, people will get your name right because of Brandon Manu Malayuna, or they know, should anyway. I don't right? know about that. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Hopefully, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know if they'll say it right, but it took us uh, like the nine years you were here to be able to uh, figure that out. Mark Lyons still doesn't know how to say your name. I don't think. Which is I, I love listening to Mark try and say your name. Ethan Manu Malayuna. We should have a spelling bee with his name is on BYU Sports Nation. What was the weirdest question you got asked in this whole process? Daniel Sorensen told us he got asked by the who was the it? Cleveland Browns by the Cleveland Browns classic. Uh, how clip. many uses can you uh, have with a paperclip? Find the in paperclip. Sixty seconds, and they recorded him doing it. I was like, "What the heck?" And they record you the whole minute, like after. So if he he said, <laughs> "I went like twenty seconds," and they just stood there Sat staring at me for like forty <laughs> seconds. Did you get asked anything weird? Uh, no, other than the clip, the paperclip one. You got, oh, you got yeah, that I got, too. I got, I got that one too. Yeah. By the Patriots? No, by the by the Cleveland Browns. By the Browns. And yeah, Same team. classic Browns move. <laughs> they did not do How that in the movie draft. How many uses did you come up with? I came up with like two, and they did film me the rest of the minute. Oh. <laughs> so it was pretty. Uh, yeah, it was pretty awkward. Just, <laughs> just, just thinking and smiling and just looking at each other. It was kind of weird. What else did he get asked that wasn't? It may not have been as weird as that, but something that was just like mm, that's a little weird. Uh, you what know, I didn't trade. Would you be? I didn't. I didn't really get any weird questions um, other than that, and it was mostly uh, off the field stuff. You know, mission and and. Uh, Did age come up? Age, um, I don't know. Age didn't come up. I, I I assume that they already knew, and they didn't really have to ask me about my age and stuff like that. So, how's your health right now as uh, you go into this draft weekend? How you feeling? Feel great. I feel hundred percent and. You know, I did have a little setback last week. I was a little sick, but getting over it, and I'm just glad it was last week, not this week. So. All the ligaments and joints are where they need to be. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, do you pray a little more this week than normal? Uh, yes, I do. <laughs> I do. Yep. Absolutely. Ethan Manu Malayuna is on BYU Sports Nation. Who's the second BYU player picked in the draft? Consensus is that Kyle's going to be the first player drafted, but between you and Cody and Daniel Sorensen and Spencer Hadley, like who who do you feel like is going to be the second player drafted? Man, uh, I would think Cody Hoffman would, Um, you know, and and I haven't been keeping up with with different mocks and stuff like that, but I would say him, then Danny, and then hopefully me. But I see Spencer up there in my mind. I I see him getting drafted too. And a dark horse, Wani Unga. Unfortunately, he got hurt. Likely a free agent, but some people think that Wani uh, deserves a shot in the NFL, especially the way he played his senior season. Oh, yeah. I think uh, if he was healthy, he would definitely get drafted hmm. pretty high, I would say. 
Ethan, my opinion. Yeah, yeah. Ethan Monomaleon is on BYU Sports Nation with us. What is your schedule for the next uh, few days? Uh, have you talked to agents and whatnot? Have they given you kind of an idea of, of what happens, whether you get drafted or whether you're a free agent? How does, how does that work out, and what are you planning for? Um, I'm just – my agent told me about the – the six to seven weeks after the draft, I know the following Monday, next Monday is when is when teams start their offseason workouts. So I am preparing for that and just packing up and, and ready to leave uh, for that amount of time. And, and then uh, we'll see after that. So Ethan's so soft-spoken when he's on the set. What happens on the football field that when you flip the switch? You remind me of Wani Unga, who's just kind of like really laid back, low-key. But then on the field, you're a beast. <laughs> There's like fire in his yeah, eyes. Yeah, like what, what happens? What, what happens when you go onto the field? <laughs> uh, nothing really comes out of my mouth uh, when I'm on the field. I just try to, to let my play do all the talking and uh, try to do my best. That's it. There's really nothing else about me. No being, hatred for anybody. Just Me saying a lot on the field. Yeah. <laughs> well, good luck on your second mission call, which is uh, Sunday. You don't know where you're going. You're excited to go somewhere and uh, help that team out. Uh, so g- good luck. We're excited. And we, uh, I, I picked you to the Saints yesterday. That was my guess, oh, nice. in, my, in my amateur opinion. So, <laughs> do you mind signing our Rise Up flag before you go? Oh, I'll be more than happy to. You mean in your professional opinion, right, Jerem? Well, with the NFL draft, who, who, who is a professional besides, like, Kuiper and Man? Like, there's, like, four dudes. Ethan, I want you to put on these glasses while you sign the flag. Let's see. Yes. He's now putting on the lensless 3D glasses. Ethan Manumaliuna. (laughs) How can BYU coaches capitalize on today's NFL draft for the current Cougar team? Kelly Papinga tells us next. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Welcome back. BYU Sports Nation rolls on. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live from Studio B. We're hanging out at BYU Broadcasting. And that's right. Linebackers coach Kelly Papinga. Special teams expert and basketball extraordinaire. What's this all about? More on that in a moment. (laughs) We'll get to that. That's right. We'll get to that. I wanted to read this promo like we normally do. (laughs) BYU Baseball tonight. It's your show, assistant to the regional manager of BYU Sports Nation. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> Drama. BYU baseball tonight. Uh, final three home games for the yes. baseball team against Santa Clara. Three-game series starts tonight. 8 Eastern, BYU TV, BYU Radio. You can watch Spencer Linton call that game. Yeah, that Compelling and rich. So now we get to the basketball question. Kelly Papinga, who is a football uh, guy and apparently now a basketball guy. Okay, the other day yeah. we are playing pickup in the uh, Richards building. This is a somewhat regular thing. You were stroking it. Like, you're not an outside shooter. You're a, you're a muscle it inside Work it up and in, get easy. But you were stroking it from deep, too. What, what, happened, what happened Tuesday? Man, you know, take two months off from shooting the basketball. I guess that's one of those days. You're just going to have one of those. I don't know. So I'm not going to play today. I just told myself. <laughs> it's a walk-off. I was supposed to, you know, go back and play today. But I said, nope, not going to do it. I'm just going to let everybody believe I'm that good. And just, you know, <laughs> maybe come back in another couple of months. Come back in uh, July or something like that. Yeah. But. I, I love when you guys uh, play because there's Jason Beck. You sometimes Guy Holiday will come and throw up a bunch of junk in the post, whatever. <laughs> but it, it's fun that you guys you guys exercise together a lot, right? There's, yeah. There's yeah. kind of the the camaraderie is physical too. You guys go out and hang out a lot. Oh yeah, no, it's uh you know especially with Coach and I coming back, he goes on walks with the offensive staff. They're hiking the Y like every other day and going on, you know, on that Bonneville shoreline trail. And, you know, Coach Mendenhall and I have been out on our mountain bikes together. He's taking me on some crazy trails up by his house. And 
I'm not going with him again, just so you guys know. <laughs> He's a <laughs> mountain biker? This, oh, yeah, big time. I knew and, he was yeah. a surfer, and, yeah. and he liked to ride motorcycles, but yeah. he likes to mountain bike mountain as well. Mountain bike, he has a road bike. But, yeah, he took me on a trail last summer. And uh, just to just say, I'm not going back with him ever <laughs> <Wow>. again. <laughs> took me down this, this trail. It's called The Rush. And it's, there's a reason why it's called The Rush, man. Huh. Let's just say I wrecked a, about five or six times. Okay. And yeah, I want him to play pickup oh, with yeah. us. Oh, we He'll ask never him, do we, it. Yeah, we ask him every day. He just he says, you don't want to see me play basketball. And I, <laughs> I kind of believe it. I've seen him throw a football. So. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Kelly Papinga with us on BYU Sports Nation. This is a big day for BYU football. Draft day last year, it was Ziggy Ansah. Bronco was there with the lensless 3D glasses yeah, yeah, on yeah. and the flat brim cap, which was a pinnacle moment in his life, I'm sure. In BYU football <laughs> history. Yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> now we approach a situation where it looks like Kyle Van Noy is a sure thing, you know, consensus, at least second round pick. Who are the other guys that uh, have a shot to make it and not just make it, but have a career in the NFL? You know, I think, uh, man, all those guys, um, you know, Ethan, that was just here, here. I think he'll have a chance, you know, uh, late round to free agent for sure. Um, Spencer Hadley, I think is in a similar situation with that. Uh, will be a late round guy, um, free agent for sure. Um, I believe Cody will get drafted. Um, I believe Daniel will get drafted. Possibility that, you know, Kane could sneak up in there and get drafted late will be an undrafted free agent for sure. But what do you, you think know, of Wani? Wani, um, you know, the knee thing, I, I think he'll have a shot. I think he'll be an undrafted free agent. Um, might get drafted late. You just know, don't know. But there's just so many things working against him right now. Yeah. You know, a knee, um, and it's not just an ACL. I mean, it was everything. He tore it all. Hmm. And then just he's older. You know, and so usually that's, you know, the downfall for all BYU players. Um, so I think he's 27. And then with a knee on top of that, um, I believe he'll get a shot. But to get drafted, I think, just with the knee issue, that's I think stretch, he would have yeah. gotten drafted because he had a great season. Probably, oh, probably yeah. the best season in BYU history of an inside linebacker, just the way that he played. Um, but uh, just uh, with the whole knee thing, it's, I think it's going to be really hard for a team because he's not going to be ready until probably right up until fall yeah. camp, if yeah. not a little bit into you know training camp. And so I think it's going to be really hard for a team to you know use a pick on that. But I think for sure he'll have places to go. I mean, he was invited to the combine, and despite uh, the injury, yeah, which and he'd even work awesome. out. So which is you know that doesn't happen almost never. So yeah, Kelly Papinga, the outside linebackers coach and special teams coach, is on BYU Sports Nation. Uh, when you look at the draft and kind of that experience, did you go through this trying yeah. to make the league oh, yourself? Yeah. What was oh, that yeah. Like? Um, you know, I, I was an undrafted guy. I was, uh, I, you know, I went to the, the Dolphins. And, uh, you know, kind of I, I would say I'm in a similar situation as Spencer and Wani and all those guys where I was a projected mid-late guy, mid-round or late-round guy yeah. to a free agent guy. And, uh, and so I didn't really watch anything until probably like the sixth or seventh round. Um, and, uh, you know, and then I started seeing guys going, I'm like, dude, I'm better than that guy, man. <laughs> are you kidding me? You guys are taking that guy. But, uh, you know, and so that gets frustrating, but yeah. you just got to, you know, the thing that I found out once I got, you know, I get to Miami and then I was on the Rams and on the Cardinals, it, it, the thing, every team has a guy that, you know, a type of player that they're looking for that does certain things. And so you might not fit a team, um, great. And you might see another player that you think you might be better than, but they fit their scheme better and they do things differently. That's the so, buzzword, fit, yeah, right? Yeah, it's the fit. Yeah, and it's the same thing here. I mean, there's guys that, um, shoot, USC or UCLA or somebody might like, but it fits their scheme better than it might fit our scheme. And so um, very same, you know, similar thing that you see in the NFL. But it's a very stressful 
the time, just so you know. It's just – It seems like And then it. when the draft ends, it's a free-for-all. I mean, you're, I got calls from – I mean, it was like within – even before the draft had ended – you know, guys are calling me, hey, I don't know if you're going to get drafted, but, you know, it turns into a major recruit. Now it's you're getting recruited huh. all over again. So Miami's calling me, Cleveland's calling me, Cincinnati's calling me, Seattle's calling me, uh, the Rams are calling me. Everybody, I mean, I had like five or six teams saying, hey, come here, blah, 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 you know, you'll fit our scheme. And, you know, you're talking to the head coach, and it's all happening like super fast. And so as a high school kid, you get recruited over about a year. As an NFL guy, as a free agent guy, undrafted free agent guy, you get recruited in about 30 minutes. Oh, wow. And you got to make a decision. Wow. And so it's – and because if you don't – you know, they're saying, well, we got this other guy, and if you don't come with us, then we're going to give him, you know, the contract that you might get. And so I'm like, oh, gosh. I'm not. So I'm like <laughs> – there, my wife's right next to me. I'm like, what do we do? But I, I, I had a good idea. My agent and I had talked about that. We kind of knew that was what was going to happen. And so we had an idea, and uh, we felt even before the draft that Miami was going to be a good fit. And uh, just because their defense was almost identical to the defense we played here. And uh, it was, uh, yeah, it was a good experience for me to go there, and it was fun. So you had, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I I don't know your history in the league. What ended up happening with you in the NFL? So I was really good. This is how good I I tell everybody. You were all pro. This is what I tell everybody. I was so good. I played on four teams in one year. That's how good good I was. And, uh, no, so I I went to Miami and uh, was there all the way through training camps, went through the last cut. And they uh, let me go. Then I was out about a month. And I think it was in the beginning of October, um, St. Louis picked me up. And they had me for about six weeks. And uh, this is a great story. I always tell everybody this. (laughs) So I'm in the weight room on cut day. And, you know, I'm just thinking life's good. And usually in the NFL, cut day's on Tuesdays. I don't know if it's still like that, but that's how it was when I was playing. And so I, you know, I'm in the weight room. Life's good. I'm working hard. In comes one of the interns, not even the general manager. Oh, it's an intern. He's like, yeah, Kelly, you know, I'm sorry. We're going to have to let you go. We're going to have to, you know, we got to make room for a receiver. We have injuries. And I just looked at him and I said, dude, because at the time, St. Louis was the worst team in the NFL. They were like, they ended the season like two and 14. And their linebackers, in my opinion, were not very good that year. Yeah. <laughs> and so I told him, I said, if you're cutting me, that means I am a terrible linebacker because the guys you're keeping, are terrible. Those are not the words I use, by the way. <laughs> and I just said, you're just telling me right now I have no place in the NFL. I, I was upset. Well, the very next day, um, I got a call from the Cardinals. Um, they picked me up, and I finished the rest of the season. The year that they went to the Super Bowl, was able to go to a Super Bowl. So it all worked out. So I went from the worst team in the NFL to Super one of the Bowl best, team. yeah, to a Super Bowl team. And so it all worked out. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all along the way, it was a great experience. I loved it all. Kelly Papinga, BYU outside linebacker coach and special teams coordinator joining BYU Sports Nation. You had an opportunity to work with uh, a guy named Kyle Van Noy on a close personal level. Our Twitter question today is where or what is your NFL draft prediction for Kyle Van Noy? What's your prediction for Kyle? Man, well, without saying too much of teams that I talked to last week, that called you um, asking that, about yeah, him. Yeah, that called me, you know, and, and mainly scouts. There was deep one D coordinator, and they told me not to say anything, so I can't say much. How many teams called um, you? I had five. Wow. Yeah. And so, or four, four or five. I'm, think, I'm pretty sure it was five. Yeah, it was five. Okay. And uh, the deep coordinator that called me, um, a scheme that Kyle's really not played before, which is interesting, but mm. they love him. And so... And they're a really good team. That's the other thing I'll throw out there. Okay. All right. I like it. Possibly might have been the best team. No, I won't. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, mm. um, but, yeah, um, 
man, I just, where I see, I think, what I kept telling everybody, I think Kyle's versatile. I think he can do it all. In our schemes, most of the time, you know, he's lined up as an outside backer, but there were times, and many people don't know this, and this is what I was telling the teams last uh, week that we're calling, Juan Younga almost didn't play in our bowl game. Uh, his knee was yeah. his knee yeah, was yeah. all jacked up, and so we had Kyle practicing at inside backer. He almost started. Our, if Wani wasn't going to play, Kyle was going to be our starting really inside linebacker. Interesting, yeah. And so he practiced for two weeks at inside linebacker and picked it up super fast and looked good good there. And so that's what I was just telling all these NFL teams is that um, we were really surprised as a coaching staff how fast he. We knew he'd pick it up quick, but how fast he picked up the feel of the game at inside linebacker and just being able to understand the coverages and run fits and all that. It's just the thing that I think Kyle's biggest, I mean, besides being a playmaker and he makes a ton of plays, he is really smart and he picks up on things really fast. And uh, he's, he's very intelligent when it comes to the, well, he's a very intelligent person, but I know mainly in the football atmosphere, he's yeah. picks up things super quick. And, um, you know, I just, to say where he's going to get drafted, man, I would say, do I have to like an exact no. pick? No, we're you thinking like you round. You're the guest. Yeah, you can do what you want. You want. <laughs> yeah, late round, late first round. Um, to I would say anywhere from the twenty seventh pick to the forty fifth pick. Okay, somewhere in there. He's maybe the late picked. second. Yeah, okay. is my is my prediction. Um, you know, and he could drop to the third round. I don't know. It just what I I was just having the same conversation with Coach Tidwell. Um, if he if um, Clowney gets picked first. I think Kyle will get picked sooner, in my opinion. But if, interesting. If Clowney drops, that's going to now drop everybody else that's, because Kyle is behind Clowney yes, in terms exactly. of the big board. And so that's yeah. if he goes quick, then I think Kyle is going to come off the board faster than uh, you know what most people think. So. Okay, Kelly Papinga is on BYU Sports Nation. I want to transition to recruiting first? Let's talk about this picture <laughs> that Mark Atuaya tweets out this morning with Garrett. Tucci. I just saw that. They're in, <laughs> just they're saw in an that. orange. Challenger, Dodge Challenger. Oh, yeah. Rolling around in style. Yeah. What's up with that? And do you do this? Yeah. So, this is what happens. So, we have a, you know, a membership or deal with a Hertz rental car. And uh, I actually, I didn't have anything that flashy. But one time I showed up and I had a, it was a Mustang. And that's all they had. They had just a Mustang. That's and nice. It was like, uh, I'll take that. It was, you know, a nice black color i'm like shoot man okay and drove around the whole week in, in arizona with it i'm like okay this is cool black <laughs> yeah black mustang and brand new i had i think it had eight miles on it when wow. i got it and Ooh. so and that's you know sometimes that's how it works usually we're driving around the typical cars at altima or uh sonata that's usually what you know we get rolling in but coach mm-hmm. 2j but yeah and they got Atua, lucky they have yeah. an orange general Dark. lee dodge challenger yeah the new version yeah <laughs> dukes that, impre- that impresses hopefully yeah dukes of hazard exactly <laughs> But yeah, it just it just kind of sometimes the luck of the draw. Hey, sometimes you show up and you get a minivan. I've, oh. dr- I've, dr- I've <laughs> recruited. I've recruited in a minivan before. Yeah, exactly. So I was, was the minivan, mini uh, minivan mom there recruiting. I, I promise we're really cutting edge and hip at BYU. Don't <laughs> worry about this car. Yeah. So Twitter is becoming an interesting game, and we showed you the picture that, uh, uh, or talked about the picture that uh, Coach Two G and Mark Atuaya sent out, but. When you follow recruits on Twitter, like there's this war going on between assistant coaches and whatnot. How much are you getting into that, and, and how involved are you in that yeah, process? Yeah, uh, I would say I don't. I don't think I tweet a lot. I would. I think I only have like 300. And I've been doing it for like two years. 294. Now. There you go. 294. Yeah. Your tweet and, to uh, follow ratio is really good. <laughs> oh, I don't even know what that means, but thanks. I, <laughs> that's good education right there. But I, uh, you know, I do it. 
all I mean, shoot, I think there's been a couple times I've tweeted about something in my personal life, but most of I use it just for recruiting and it's recruits. Uh, you find out a lot. Uh, mainly the main reason why I have it is to find out what is so going on yes. with my recruits mm-hmm. and you know, who's the, cause you know, most of the guys are oh, I just got an offer from Boise state or, you know, blah, blah, blah. I just got an offer from this guy. So a lot of the time it's just to follow their recruitment, who's recruiting them and then what's going on in their personal life, you know, and you can find out a lot about a person I believe through their Twitter and what they're willing to put on Twitter. You know, some guys, we stop recruiting immediately as soon as we see their Twitter account and what they've posted and things like that. And so, um, and then other guys, you know, we, I think we have it. They're, they're all about, you know, us, we can't actually direct message them, you know, send them a, um, you know, something over their, whatever their, their feed, I guess it's Twitter sphere. Yeah. Yeah. But we can send them like a message on the back end. You know what I mean? That nobody else can see those personal messages, direct message, direct message. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so we can do that. It's just like sending a text message really. Um, but we can't text, which is kind of funny because it comes to your phone just like a text. It's it's a public text (laughs) and then it becomes private. It's a workaround. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, you know, I, I think it's had a huge impact on our recruiting and, uh, you know, getting Coach Mendenhall involved a little bit. He he started off tweeting a lot, and then now he's kind of faded off. And then recently he's kind of come back and started tweeting a little bit more. But I know 2J's into it. Coach Atawai is into it. Coach Al, myself. Um, it seems like more of the younger generation guys. Coach Holiday. I want um, Bob and I on so. there. I want Dr. Bob on there. Dr. Bob? <laughs> yeah. And I. Oh, Coach There's one yeah. thing. I don't think that is going to happen. There's one so thing you know. I want you to tweet out today, no. Kelly. What's that? Okay, and that is how many days until August 29th? Countdown to Connecticut. We'll tell you right now. 113. Oh, 113. We count down every day. There we go. Don't ever forget. Can I commit you to tweet out 113 days until August 29th? I will do that. 113, man. Hey, do you mind mind signing our Rise Up flag before you go? For sure. Thanks for coming in studio. Kelly Puffinga with great stories on the NFL draft experience and on what's happening with BYU recruiting. Up next... Voted most random by her teammates, Mackenzie St. Clair brings some smack bottom to BYU Sports What does Nation. that even mean? <laughs> oh, my. BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Tonight, Cougar softball. No, just kidding. Tomorrow. Can lock up the inaugural West Coast Conference Championship with a three-game series against St. Mary's. BYU just needs to win one game. And they, and they are the champions, and they go to the NCAA Regionals uh, for, like, the 80th year in a row. Watch and listen tomorrow, 7 Eastern, on BYU TV, BYU Radio. It's a doubleheader. And our interview on that note is Mackenzie St. Clair at the Salty Peanut 2 if you follow her on Twitter. We've heard a lot about you, Mackenzie. We're excited to talk to you. Yes, and so we're going to start with that. Why do all of your teammates refer to you as the most random player on the team? What does that mean? You know, that is a good question. I'm not sure. <laughs> Are you sure you're not sure? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I'm not. I'm, I'm sure. Okay, I'm well, sure let's, throw this, let's throw this out there. They, we've heard that you like to use the phrases uh, sport ball and smack bottom. Where, where, where do those come smack from? Bottom, I'm kind of scared to, to learn. <laughs> oh, no, don't be scared. It's all good things, all good things. Okay. Just any type of sports, any type of – that's what we do. We play smack ball. We smack it around. Okay. You know? I understand that one. Okay. So – that's pretty much sport ball is just it's pretty much any type of sport. Okay. But so that includes softball, so that's why we call it sport ball. So. I okay, and smack bottom? Same thing. We're smacking it around. The smacking that's around. only o- offense though. Smack ball's only offense. Oh, okay. okay. Sport ball's all around, you know. You know what I'm saying? I yelled at I one point I during it, yeah. a softball broadcast this year, "Do it for your country." Oh, that 
And, we and you are more united we stand America shirt. <laughs> I think you hit a double, an RBI double or something. I'm pretty sure I yelled that out. So, and I did that to, you know, to honor you and, and that, that saying. What, where did that start? Oh, no. We just, we all love our country. I mean, that's been my whole life. Okay. Is, it, is, there, patriots. is there an extra reason for increased patriotism? No, I mean, everyone should have this level of patriotism. I don't see the where the confusion is. You know? <laughs> I, I, I don't feel as patriotic as you because I didn't wear something that's American. You You're know, setting the bar so, high, You've McKenzie. got an American sweatshirt. I, I do what I can. I so. hope this was made high. in America, <laughs> I guess. That would be the thing. BYU softball can wrap up yet another conference title in the approaching three-game series with St. Mary's. Um, I know softball, you play so many games, and, and you, you kind of just focus on what, what you guys do. But is there a scouting report on the Gales? <clears throat> um, not really that we've discussed as a team. We don't really do that. I know More about that BYU is what oh. I've learned. Yeah, like yeah, what you guys so do. Like, I know the pitchers like scout out the all the hitters with Coach Meredith. But pretty much what I've seen is that uh, I've looked at their stats. I mean, I think they have pretty decent pitching, so we have to be able to come out and hit. But um, we have really good pitching too. And if we just um, perform offensively, I think we should. Do good. If so. and when I'm going to say when you win one of these three games, yeah. you will wrap up, if not all three, uh, a West Coast Conference title in its inaugural softball campaign. That would give you four different conference championships at BYU in four different conferences over a four-year span. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that that's never happened. Uh, what is it about BYU softball that you looked at? You look at the tradition and winning conferences. That you're like, I've got to be a part of that. Why was BYU the school for you? Um, like, why did I come here? Yeah. Um, honestly, like I came here because I loved Coach Eakin. I loved the coaches and, um, the environment of the school. Oh, like, I mean, the softball program's great. They're super awesome. Like we're really good, but it was more about the environment of the university. So those are all but, appropriate I mean, winning answers. doesn't hurt. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Out, a place where you can yell sport ball and do it for your country on your own free will. And I, it's accepted. What, what is, uh, what does Coach Eakin think of, you know, the... The excitement level that you bring to the team through the, these kinds of things. Um, Is he I'm, aware of these <laughs> phrases and everything? I'm sure he loves it. <laughs> I don't know. I think he, he just thinks we're all weird. <laughs> but he, he goes along with it pretty well. So, As an outfielder, how do you stay uh, entertained in the game where sometimes... I, I mean, you're trying to stay engaged Wait, are you every a second, pitch. You're second base. Sorry, are you a second baseman? Well, like, yeah, I play pretty much both. wherever. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I play both. But. Okay. We need to change this on your BYUcougar.com. Yeah, I play second base this year, but, like, I'll pretty much just play wherever. Okay, second baseman, you're a little more engaged. Uh, A little bit. (laughs) If you are in the outfield, how do you stay? I imagine, like, a goalkeeper in soccer, it's like the ball's on the other end. You're just kind of like, sometimes. How do you stay engaged in the game when you're an outfielder where sometimes you might not, it might not be easy? I mean, for me, like, I don't know if it's like this for everybody, but, I mean, it's really not that hard to focus. Like, sport ball's the best thing in my life. Like, I'm just... Sport ball is the best. Every thing pitch, in all you have life. to be ready. Like you have to be ready because yeah. you never know when it's going to come to you. Right. It's not really that hard to stay focused for me, like because you really care about it. You seem so. like a focused person. You brought a backpack. Like, are you headed to class after this? Oh no, no class. Just going just, to practice after this. Just rocking. You're ready to go. You're, you're focused. I'm, you don't have ADD I don't like waste the rest time. of us. I don't waste any time. We appreciate you not wasting time (laughs) and and having some of your time on this show. In fact, do you mind signing our uh, our sport ball flag? I mean, my 
penmanship isn't that great, but that's okay. That's we want right. your you see some of I'll give the people what they want, though. That's what you guys. McKenzie Singer, Station One, current second baseman for BYU softball, joining us on BYU Sports Nation or outfielder. Whatever it is, sport ball player. Yeah, smack bottom tonight. Tomorrow. Your predictions for Kyle and Noah on draft day tweets coming up next. This is BYU Sports Do it for your country! (laughs) This is Bronco Mendenhall, and this is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. We learned earlier that Bronco Mendenhall is not a good basketball player. That from Kelly Papinga. And uh, that he's seen him throwing a football, and he left. (laughs) (laughs) He was a defensive player. Welcome back to the show. We're hanging out in Studio B at BYU Broadcasting. We just got a new, we just got a new gift yeah, for our BYU set. Mackenzie St. Clair uh, gave us a helmet from the BYU softball team. We appreciate this. So we pre- we're going to add this to the set. Thank you, BYU softball. Yeah. yeah, it, it, yeah it, it is it's game, a game helmet. Game worn. And it seems like it's been hit in the head a lot. That's a weird thing, I guess. Daniel Sorensen, another NFL draft Way hopeful from there. BYU on the show tomorrow. You want to check out Daniel Sorensen tomorrow. Do that, a Friday edition of BYU Sports Nation. And our Twitter question today using the hashtag BYUSN is, what is your draft prediction for Kyle Van Noy? you got a tweet. At AZBYUFanMitch, if Kevin Costner was a GM, he'd, have, he'd land Kyle Van Noy and Johnny Football today. That's exactly right. <laughs> if you've seen draft day, you know what's up. At Genelin87, second round. I will be disappointed if he goes any lower. I think I'm in that same boat. Second round would be perfect. At H Collier88, Van Noy will land in the mid to late second round. I would love to see him with either the 49ers or the Ravens. Mm. Now, Kelly Papinga said it might be the best team. He, he gave us is kind he of talking the about the Seahawks? Is it the Seahawks or is, is it he... the Broncos? Like, what, what is this? I, I don't know. And uh, by the way, he, he fulfilled his... 113 days, let's go, at obligation. BYU Sports Nation. Yeah. He just didn't yep. use the hashtag BYUSN. That's the only thing he missed. Good enough. BK, uh, BKIMB12, mid-20s to mid-40s. Hashtag wildcard. Ooh. Yeah. At K Wilkins. KVN is going in round two to the Houston Texans, which I said would happen yesterday. A lot of talk about him in the Houston area the last week. I'd love him with the Texans. He That'd fits awesome. that defensive scheme perfectly. Thanks to our guests, Ethan Manu Maliuna, Kelly Papinga, Mackenzie St. Clair, and everyone on our crew. Follow at BYU Sports Nation. Episodes of the show on demand at BYUSportsNation.com. Time to throw stuff, bro. I get, no one's catching me. BYUTV.org slash DVR as well. For Jerem Jordan, I am Spencer Throwing Linton. the cheese! Shout out to Colby Buckwalt. BYU Sports Nation, back to work tomorrow. <laughs>